0: Shabbos, per Gimel, Mishnah, Gimel, 3.3. 3. We said in the beginning of the Perk that the malacha of Bishel, or Ofa, of cooking on Shabbos, is using heat to transform something. Now, the truth is, not just any heat is the issue. Really, we're talking about heat that came from a fire, as they did in the base of HaMikdash, when they either boiled up the cauldron, cauldrons to dye the fabric, or if it was to heat up the ovens to make the, the lechem apanam, the, the showbreads. It's fire heat that we're talking about here. And that would be true by if you're using it to, to uh, melt wax or, you know, to heat up metal to be red hot. All those things would be the malacha do Now, the truth is that although the normal place where the heat starts is a fire, it does need to be that it's fire its heating something. In other words, you boil up water in a pot that's sitting on top of a fire. Then you turn off the fire and then you put, let's say, an egg in that water to become, you know, soft boiled, whatever it is. So since that water is still Yad's you know, lettuce bowl, it's able to cook, it's in the clear and it's in the container of the that was on top of the fire. And even though there's no fire present, the pot still has the heat of the fire. And that being the case, if you would cook something like the egg inside the pot of water, that would be also the malach of Bishal Mid You're still over the Risa because that's how one transforms through higher fire, either through direct fire, that's called ash, or even through something which is heated by the fire, which is called tolda of ash. A tolda is a descendant, an offspring. So the point is if it's even a second generation thing, but it was heated by the fire source, and you use that to cook or transform through heat, that would or bake, etc., all those things would be a malacha do orisa, etc. Now, if the heat source is not fire. Like, for example, direct sunlight. So there is no Torah prohibition against cooking something in the sun. You want to make some iced tea and put it in the sun to become hot tea, for argument's sake. Or you want to just put something out to, to slow cook in the heat of the sun. You want to, I don't know what, you want to bake, <laughs> bake matzah the old fashioned way and put some dough out there in the sun to cook. So that would not be prohibited on Shabbos. Okay? If you would, let's say, Have a frying pan out in the sun and it gets hot from the heat of the sun, and then you crack an egg and fry an egg in that frying pan. So here you're using the heat of the sun, which preheated the frying pan, which cooked the egg. And therefore that would be permitted midoraisa. Our mission is going to consider what happens if you is that indeed permissible. And the reason why it might, might not be the case is though, although everyone's going to agree that using direct sunlight. To cook something is permitted on Shabbos. When it comes to a frying pan, it's not all clear. If someone's looking at you cooking in a frying pan, they cannot tell if that frying pan was preheated by the sunshine, or if you heated it on your stove, and now you just took it off the stove, and you're cooking the egg in a frying pan that was heated by the stove. You can't tell anymore where the heat came from, which warmed up and preheated the frying pan. That'll be tonight, Whether you can use what's called tolda of chama. Chama being sun, everyone agrees that direct sun heating is permitted. But tolda of chama, a second degree, you know, offspring of the sun heating, meaning the sun heated the frying pan, the frying pan then becomes the place in which you're cooking the egg. That's a machlokus because we're afraid people will not know that your frying pan was heated by the sun, they'll assume it was heated by the fire. And that being the case, um, you know, people could misunderstand and the law could be misunderstood. And therefore the rabbis, according to the Chacham and the Halacha forbid a tolda de'esh, an offspring of the fire, a second degree preheated, de- excuse me, excuse me, a tolda of Chama. something that was preheated by the sun. The rabbis forbade it, and that's the Halacha, but we'll have Yossi disagrees. Okay, so here the Mishnah says inside. Ein gel. You may not put a egg on the side of a kettle, something which was like a kettle, water heated on a fire, Bishwisha so that the egg should become soft boiled. Again, this is not in the water, just on the side, outside the kettle, heating from the outside. gal a kind of unusual word. A galgal marihu is a wheel, because galgal means to kinda of to roll, to to roll, because if you take an egg that's raw, um and you try to roll it, you will not succeed. But once it's been soft boiled or hard boiled, then certainly it rolls just fine. So um it makes it the mission is referring to, you know, lightly cooked eggs as being tiskal, as being able to roll, that's what they're called, roasted. So that's forbidden according to everybody, and if you did that, you'd be chayev because now you're using tolda of Asia you're using um, fire that heated up the water to cook this egg, and that would be awesome. Also says the Tanakama here, v'lo yifke'ena b'sudaren, not only can you not use a tolda of some which, which is preheated by a fire, you can't even use a tolda of Chama, which is preheated by the sun. The case here, ena means something like um, to crack the eggs, besudarin, into some, a sudar is like a, a handkerchief or a scarf, a head wrap. The point is, you took your black handkerchief, you set it out in the sun, it got piping hot, and then you cracked an egg into the handkerchief, and the handkerchief cooked the egg to make a nice, you know, poached egg on the handkerchief, whatever the story is. So that, says the Tanakhama, you may not do, midura because the handkerchief was heated by the sun. It's a tolda of chama, it's second degree from heat source, from the sun. And that's forbidden, because people won't realize that you necessarily that you cooked it with the sun heat, you might have used fire heat. Rebiosi Mati. Rebiosi disagrees, he says, it's permitted. Meaning Rebiosi has no problem with using a tolda of chama, of preheated by the sun material, because he doesn't think people will get confused with the halacha. Halacha, however, follows Tanakama that one may not use tolda of chama, and that really makes it kind of counterintuitive. We're saying aish, of direct fire source, and tolda of ash, indirect, preheated by the fire, is Asram or Oraisa. Everyone agrees to that. Chama, direct sunlight, is mutter according to everybody, and told of Khama, preheated by the sun, using sun heat, but not the sun directly to cook something, is Asar Middaraban according to Kham and Halacha, Rabbi O C. allows. The Mishnah continues and says, Lo Uva You cannot take an egg and insert it into chol um, as sand. Avak drachem means like the dust on the on the roads. with the intention of um getting the egg to kind of roast and cook become hard-boiled, let's say. The reason why you can't do it, according to the Chacham, is straightforward, because how did the sand get hot? It got hot from the sun, so you have a told of Chama, straightforward, and told of Chama is forbidden to cook with. Now, here, Rebiosi doesn't disagree. So that's the case. The question is, why does Rabiosi, um allow preheated handkerchiefs by the sun, but forbid preheated sand that was heated by the sun? So the Gemara gives two different approaches, and we need to keep them both in mind for the next Mishnah. The first approach he has is that it, it's a kind—it's a kind of hatmana, a kind of insulation. We'll learn in the next parak, the fourth parak, that there's various restrictions put on insulating food to stay warm on Shabbos, um, and the concern is that people will come to use remets, which are like glowing embers or embers, hot embers, um, to be their insulating material which can be stoked up to make a new fire. So, according to the first approach in the Gemara, the reason why you can't use sand as your insulation is because um, people might come to use hot ash from the bottom of an oven as insulation in the future. And therefore Rabiossi agrees, you may not use hot sand. The other approach in the Gemara is that the issue here is one of the sand itself. So Rashi says the problem is if you're digging out sand from your backyard to put your egg into, so then you might do the isra of of uh, chofer, of digging on Shabbos or could be even, you know bona, you're not know, digging holes in your backyard on Shabbos is forbidden either because if you're using it for storage it's a melech of bona, building a storage place in your backyard, or chofer is preparing the ground for planting so you can't start digging out sand on Shabbos and therefore the second approach why Riosi doesn't disagree is because of the digging. Tosa doesn't like Rashi's approach for various reasons and he suggests other possibilities, um, one is that it's muktzah that the sand is muktzah, that's why you can't fiddle with it um, the Gemara, if you learn, it ends up comes up saying that if the sand were pre-dug and soft, then you, according to the second approach in the Gemara, um, Rabbi would allow you to drop the egg in and just kind of slide in, no mukta problem, no um, no digging problem if it's nice like soft sand. According to the first approach in the Gemara, which is again that we're talking about the concern about hatmana insulation, that would be prohibited anyways. Okay, so here the law is clear that you can't use sand, and um, keep those two approaches in the in the Gemara in mind for the next Mishnah.